This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innalhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون My beloved brothers and sisters I start by praising Allah the Almighty and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam my brothers and sisters, we are in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. Rabi'ul Awwal. And like I've mentioned many times, it is important, ikhwani wa akhwati fillah, that we are always on top of and aware of which month we are in because many of our acts of worship and many events in our history have something to do with the month you are in. The month of Safar just finished. And now we are in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. Now this month is a month that has significance in our deen. And the reason it has such significance is because great events happened in this month. And as Muslims, we should be aware of these. Because this is our heritage and our history. Now, ikhwani fillah, this month that we are in is the month that our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was born. It is also the month our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa passed away. It is also the month where our beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa arrived in Medina. Arrived in Medina. So it is a month that has a lot of significance. And it makes you ponder and wonder and think about our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa and how much he means to us, and how much we love him, and how much we would want to be with him. We could not have been, we have not been with him in this dunya, but we ask Allah to make us among those that are with him in the akhirah. We have never met him, never heard his sweet voice, 
never seen his beautiful face, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Yet each one of us here would do anything they can to have that ni'mah. But we read his speech. We follow his sunnah. We love him. We believe in him. And we obey his commandments. This is how we show our hub and our love to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. To love the messenger is part and parcel of being a mu'min, a believer. In fact, one's iman is incomplete if they do not love the Prophet more than anyone else. Now I want you to take a moment here, especially those among you that are parents, how much you love your children. Your iman is incomplete if you do not love Rasulullah more than your own children. More than your own parents, more than yourself. يقول الله عز وجل النبي أولى بالمؤمنين من أنفسهم. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah is telling us, comes before the believers, even themselves. No one comes before the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Not yourself, not your parents, no one. And your love for him should be apparent. And your love for him should be real. Now how can you claim to love him when you do not know anything about him? If I were to ask you basic questions about who he was, how he looked like, Subhanallah, ikhwani fillah, the Sahaba have narrated to us in detail how the Prophet looked like, how he walked, what he ate, what he wore, how he prayed, how he traveled, what he said. If we love him, should we not be reading? Should we not be learning? Should we not be trying to be more like him? This is how you show your love. And there are many ways we show our hub to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And ikhwani fillah, sometimes when we speak about loving the Prophet, it becomes only about following his sunnah. That is an aspect of our love of the Prophet sallallahu that many have neglected. And to the point where their love for the Prophet became purely emotional. It became purely cultural. And they forgot that our love for the Prophet sallallahu should manifest in following his sunnah and his message. He is a rasul, a messenger that came from Allah the Almighty. Your job is to follow him. Your job is to follow the Prophet. Now I'm going to give you a few examples of how the Sahaba followed him and showed their love through that. When the Sahaba and the Prophet arrived in Mecca to do their Umrah, while Mecca was still inhabited and in the control of the Quraysh, the Prophet ﷺ realized that the Meccans who were opposing Islam were alluding to the fact that the Muslims are weak and tired. So the Prophet ﷺ, when he was doing Dawaf, he started walking briskly and jogging. And he put his ihram on and exposed his right shoulder. He did this to show, no, we are strong, we are healthy. This was the purpose. When we do Tawaf and we arrive, this is why we do it. Later on, Umar al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, he taught about this. And he said, now only believers are in Mecca. 
So the need to do that, is it still there? No. So he pondered, he said, perhaps we should just walk around the Kaaba. We don't have to do this because there was a particular reason for it. But then he said a statement, a beautiful statement, but he said, but how can I not do something the Prophet did? How can I not do something Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did? Although he understood the reason he did it, he wanted to keep this tradition alive. The same way we keep the tradition of Ibrahim alayhi salam alive in many of the acts of hajj. It is internalized in our hajj. Every time we do tawaf and we are doing that, we are reviving, we are enacting something our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did. You will find Umar's son, Abdullah ibn Umar, resting under a particular place, sitting in a place. Why did you sit there? One day I saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sit there. They wanted to follow him in every way. When it comes to listening to his commandments, when the Prophet commands something. One time Rasulullah said to everyone, sit down. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud heard it when he was outside and he sat outside. How could he take another step when Rasulullah said to sit down? Then the Prophet called him in. This is how they loved the Prophet. This is how they obeyed the Prophet Was it just obedience? Wallahi, it wasn't just obedience. They loved him. Ali ibn Abu Talib said, radiyallahu anhu, we used to worry and love the Prophet more than our families and our children. You would find when the Muslims go to battle and then the people come back in Medina, they would ask about the Prophet before the woman folk would ask about their own sons and husbands. Is the Prophet okay? Yes, as long as he is okay, then we are okay as well. Why would we ever want to not follow his sunnah? Why would we ever not want to pray the way he prayed? Eat the way he ate? Walk the way he... Everything about him, ya ikhwani fillah. This is hub. And it is exemplified in our love of his sunnah. The Prophet said, فَمَنْ رَغِبَ عَنْ سُنَّتِي فَلَيْسَ مِنِّي Whoever rejects my sunnah is not one of me. Don't ever reject his sunnah. Don't ever belittle an act of worship just because it's sunnah. Do it because it's sunnah. Because you want to be more like him. Among the ways, ikhwani fillah, we should manifest our love for the Prophet is by sending a lot of salawat upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Make this something you do often. Make this something you teach your children. Say the salawat upon the Prophet during the day, in the evening, as often as you can. And there is a hadith that is mentioned in the books of hadith, Musnad Ahmed, An-Nasai, and others, and Tirmidhi, that Ubay ibn Ka'ab said to the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, I sent a lot of salawat upon you. And the Prophet said, that is good. And if you do more, it will be better for you. And then he said, Ya Rasulullah, I will make a quarter of all my dhikr sending salawat upon you. And the Prophet said, that is good. And if you do more, it is better for you. And then he said, Ya Rasulullah, I'll make half of my dhikr salawat upon you. And the Prophet said, that is good. And if you do more, it is better for you. Until Abdullah ibn Ka'ab said, Sa'aj'alu dhikri kulluhu salatun alayk. I will make all my dhikr salat upon you and the Prophet said if you do that then you will have no worry in your life and Allah will remove all your sorrow and sadness this is how great the salawat upon the Prophet is now don't misunderstand this hadith meaning to not do any other dhikr but it is to teach you to emphasize the importance of sending salawat upon the Prophet especially on days like these and on Fridays 
And there are many benefits. Among it, the Prophet said in a hadith, those who are the most deserving of my shafa'ah, my intercessions, are those that send the most salawat upon me. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. Ikhwani fillah, among the ways we love him is to love his family, to love the Alabayt, to love Ali, to love his children, to love his wives, to love the, his companions and those that protected him, those that died for him, those that studied under him, those that narrated from him, to love them. And among our ways we show our love is to name our children after them, to learn about their history, to always mention them and mention them in the best ways and keep telling them uh, their stories and teaching their seerah and the most important seerah is the seerah of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teach it to your children learn it yourself dedicate time to learn about the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ikhwani fillah this is how we show our love to the Prophet by following his sunnah by loving him more than anyone else and that is part of our iman by loving those that loved him and were near him and uh, like the Sahaba and the Alabayt. By protecting his sunnah, by reviving his sunnah and staying away from all innovation for indeed that is an insult to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to do something, to add to the religion as if though the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not teach us everything that is good. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم بلسارم سيم من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم. Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. There's a few points, ikhwanifillah, I would like to mention regarding this time that we are in and also regarding our love for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Number one, please don't let today be a day where you heard a reminder and then you forgot about it. Implement these changes in your life. Learn the seerah of the Prophet. Wallahi, it will increase your love for him. And loving the Prophet is among the ways that you will earn Jannah. Like the Bedouin man that came to the Prophet وسلم, and asked him a question, Ya Rasulullah, Mata Sa'ah, O Messenger of Allah, when is the hour? And the Prophet replied to him, laha? What did you prepare for it? And then this Bedouin man replied, I did not prepare for it many prayers, many zakat, and many fasts. But indeed, I love Allah and His Messenger. And the Prophet said a statement that made that companion and the companions that were there and everyone after and us extremely happy and overjoyed. For the Prophet ﷺ said, The individual on the day of judgment will be with those he loves. And Ibn Malik, who was there when this incident happened, said, the first thing we said was, O Prophet of Allah, is that just for him who asked or is it for all of us? And the Prophet ﷺ said, it is for all of you. Everyone, you will be on the day of judgment with whom you love. So love your Prophet so that you can be with him. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those. Act upon his sunnah, send salawat upon him. During this month, some people out of their love for the Prophet, which is praiseworthy, out of their love for the Prophet, which is something that they should have, they celebrate. They celebrate, and we know the Mawlid. Now, I want to say a few words on this. Number one, the Mawlid of the Prophet ﷺ is not 100% known when it was. And this is very important. All the scholars agree on this. All the scholars agree on this. 
when was the day the Prophet was born? There is dispute in this. Some say he was born on the 9th of Rabi'ul Awwal. Others say it was on the 12th. Some say it was on the Jumad al-Ula. Some say it wasn't even in this month. Allah knows best. What we do know, and we heard from the Prophet's statement himself, is when he said, I was born on a Monday. And he used to fast on a Monday. When he was asked, why do you fast on Mondays? He mentioned many reasons. Among them being, number one, that on Mondays and Thursdays, our deeds are taken to Allah. The angels come and they take our deeds, our weekly account, on Mondays and on Thursdays. And the Prophet said, I would like that to happen while I am fasting. So fast on Mondays and Thursdays. And among the reasons he mentioned is, this is the day I was born. This is the day I was born. And of course, the birth of the Prophet is something we should be grateful for, where the, the Ummah should be grateful for. And how do you express a gratitude? How did the Prophet express a gratitude? Through fasting on Monday, not on the yearly uh, uh, um, uh, commemoration, but on Mondays he would fast. Similarly, when Fir'aun uh, chased Musa and Musa was saved by Allah, he fasted on that day. So, again, it is highly encouraged for you to fast on Mondays with the intention that the Prophet taught us. Fast on Mondays because the deeds are taken to Allah. Fast on Mondays and Thursdays because the sunnah of the Prophet. And yes, have the intention when you fast on Mondays that you're grateful for the day the Prophet was born. There's nothing wrong with that. But to do it on the day of Rabi'ul Awwal, the 12th, first of all, what we do know, and this is ijma'ah, is that the Prophet died on the 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal. The day that people celebrate the Mawlid is also the day the Prophet ﷺ died. And this is a fact. And no one disputes this. And in fact, Allah mentioned in the Quran that the Prophet would pass away. You will die and they will die. Oh Muhammad, if you die, will they live forever? The Prophet ﷺ passed away. And first of all, there's nothing wrong with saying that he passed away because Allah said so. And we know this dunya is just a part of the journey and the Prophet ﷺ is in a better place. So, you don't need to express your love for the Prophet on one day. And this is not the way of the Prophet and his companions express their love. Now that being said, Ikhwanifillah, I have noticed two things in our communities. One group of people who have decided that the way they express their love, which again is praiseworthy, is through celebrating this day and this day alone. And then coming together and doing things that were unknown by the companions and the Salaf and the Sahaba. And everyone agrees on that as well. And we say to that, don't express your love of the Prophet in this manner. You should celebrate the Prophet's life, learn his seerah, mention him throughout the year. Throughout the year. He is more deserving than to just be given one day, number one. Number two. As Muslims, our celebrations have been limited by Allah and His Messenger. The Prophet himself limited our feast festivals to two days, the two Eids. And wallahi, if there was anyone, anyone deserving to be given a day to be celebrated, yes, it's Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but he himself taught us we only have two Eids. So we can't make a third. How can we bring a third Eid when the Prophet is telling us you can only have two? 
This is going against him. Are we loving him by disobeying him? These are the meanings, ikhwani fillah. Now that being said, my brothers and sisters that want to celebrate the Prophet's birth, because you love him, may Allah reward you for your love. Because you want to learn more about him, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you among those that will be with on the day of judgment. But my brothers and sisters, the Prophet taught us something. If we ever have a dispute on a matter, Look at the statement of your messenger whom you love. If we ever dispute on a matter, what did the Prophet say? Whoever lives after me shall see many disputes. We will argue over different things in Islam. And what did the Prophet say? When that happens, you see opposing views, different opinions. What was the advice of the Prophet we all love? Upon you is my sunnah, my way. Do what I did. Do as I did. And what the rightly guided caliphs did, Abu Bakr, Umar, Ali, and Uthman. This is the solution to dispute within the ummah. Go back to the Prophet and to the companions. And if we do this, we will find that the way they express their love is the way we mentioned earlier, not necessarily having a dedicated day to celebrate the day that we are not sure he was born. That being said, I want to give one more advice, and I feel like I took too much. My brothers and sisters are friends, family members, brothers and sisters that want to celebrate and love the Prophet in this way. Be gentle with them. Appreciate and understand that they are believers who love the Prophet. Understand that Allah might reward them for the intention, although what they're doing Islamically might not be sound. Be gentle. Teach. Understand where they're coming from. Let's not be harsh. The Prophet was gentle. Let's all at least come together and appreciate that we agree he was the greatest man to have ever walked this earth. And he should be followed, respected, and believed in. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gather us all with him. صلوا على نبيهم كما أمركم الله تعالى حيث قال إن الله ملائكة يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ورد اللهم عن خلفاء الأربعة بكر وعمر وعثمان علي وعن سائر الصحابة التابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور وعمل المتقبل المبرور اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينوا في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين يا رب العالمين اللهم ارحم موتانا واشف مرضانا يا رب العالمين اللهم ارحم موتانا واشف مرضانا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها مولاها وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.